MSW Media. Hi, this is Harry Lennox from The Blacklist, and you're listening to Dan Dunn, a man whose complete lack of rhythm ensures him a spot at the top of the whitelist. Well, pour yourself a glass, sit for a spill, it's time to have some fun. Let's do a little thinking, some picking and a drinking, but this is what we're drinking with Dan Dunn. Catch the fart. I stuck a fart in there. I like to do that for you every once in a while. Drop. I like to drop little nuggets into the show. You know, for those of you who are into. Oh, no. Security dogs. dogs going crazy here at the studio. All right. Gotcha. They're very excited. The, the fart. I'm going to say fart. The dogs go crazy. Uh, anyway, uh, we do have a team of uh, t- trained attra- attack dogs here at what we're drinking headquarters because, you know, people try to get in here and steal our booze. Uh, speaking of in here, I have a very special guest in studio. He is an old friend of mine. I do mean old. Um, and he is uh, one of the leading, uh, experts on spirits and literature. And more importantly, for purposes of this particular episode, music. He's a music historian. He's a former editor at Playboy magazine, my former editor at Playboy magazine, my former editor at a website whose name we won't speak. We will not speak this website's name, but Scott and I did work there together. It was Drinking Website, and that is uh, Mr. Scott Alexander. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? It's good to have you on the show. Uh, This is a, a very exciting show, as I've teased. We're doing something here, and hopefully this will become like a, a you know a regular thing. We'll have awards. This is gonna be the first award show we've done, and this is the best drinking songs of all time award show episode. If you don't have awards, how do you know what's good? You uh, you know you gotta. People need to know. I don't think people want to discover things on their own. They just want to be led. They want to be told. Yeah, they want to be told what they should be. And they want to be told facts. And that's what we're going to do. We're gonna... We can provide objective facts on this topic. So Scott and I, uh, and, a, and we had a, a, a whole team of judges. We all got together, yep. and we, we came up with nine categories. These are songs that are related to the consumption of alcoholic beverages. Uh, our t- we're going to have, again, nine topics. The consumption, the enjoyment, the effects, the, the general states of mind. Uh, alcohol induces. Yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really thrilling, and I think, uh, frankly, I think some of you are gonna be uh, chiming in. And if you want to do that, I'm at the Imbiber on Twitter and Instagram. You can tell, you know, feel free to you know, jump in and tell me what idiots Scott and I are. I already predict Scott. Here's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be like, well, you forgot. How could you forget this song? Yeah. How could you choose this song? We cut out a lot of songs. There were way more songs that are on these lists that are off these lists. Let's yeah. put it that way. And it, I'm going to tell you this: we were up till very, very late in the evening. We were, we were. Uh, there was a lot of angst, a lot some of tear, alcohol. Some tears were shed. Some fights dragged down. The, I yep. mean, there were people were very passionate about their drinking. Songs. It got intense. It did get intense. There was singing, but we managed to whittle it down. Again, we have nine categories. It's pretty much five 
nominees in each category except for the big awards at the end which are best performer and best overall drinking song we yes. we, we allowed for a few more uh, uh nominees in those categories it's too restrictive when you get to those you'll see what we mean when we get there what do you think was your toughest category for you uh for me it was saddest songs saddest saddest yeah. drinking songs that is a rough category and there is no shortage of sad drinking songs out there I think my favorite category was cheesiest drinking song. Cheesiest. That's a good one. And we've got uh, best song about a specific drink. We got happiest, best drinking lyric in a song, uh, the booziest singer, best sing along. My that that is actually my favorite category. That's a good one. That really is. So so Scott uh came flew out. Scott lives in New York. He came out here to Los Angeles specifically for this for the best drinking right. songs of all time award show episode. I it's award season. It, it is, right? You got to get them out. I just got back. Uh, people listen to regularly, regularly listen to the show. No, I was just in Ireland and I got a couple more episodes coming at you with some Irish stuff. It was very, uh, it was such a thrill to be there. And by a thrill, I mean, I was just drinking whiskey. That's a thrill. And Guinness. When you, you're in Ireland. Yeah. When, if you don't drink Guinness when you're in Ireland, they will shoot you. Yeah. Even when, they don't have guns. When in Rome, as they say. Even though Rome, I found out on this trip, is not in Ireland. What? No. it's uh, Rome is in somewhere. Georgia? Rome, Georgia. Yeah, it's yeah, in Georgia. That's it. um, so, Scott, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, folks out there want to know. I mean, you know. Everyone wants to know about me, Dan. Everybody does. Hold on. Let's, let's cue this up. Go. I am the world's foremost expert on drinking songs. That's it. That's it. That's all I do. That's all I've ever done. Okay. Uh, no, I write things. I uh, we've written a lot of things together. Uh, we've worked on a lot of things. I've, I was an editor for many years in magazines, uh, men's lifestyle things. I covered the booze beat for Playboy. We started the site that shall not be named Fuck together uh, with the people who will not be named. It went really well. In case you you can't tell, you know what we did. You and I wrote a book. We, so did. we wrote it's the always anybody out there's an always sunny in Philadelphia fan. We wrote a book called The Seven Secrets of Awakening the Highly Effective Four-Hour Giant Today. The gang writes a self-help book. Scott and I bang that puppy out in like two months. Two months. Uh, the chapter titles include uh, I Beat Marriage and So Can You. <laughs> that was a good one. We wrote it as the characters on the show. So I, I invite you to pick that book up, especially if you're a Sunny fan. Read it and, and just, you know, a lot of laughter. Just a lot of laughter going on in there. Uh, a lot of uh, information. No, think... no hugs. No, no, no. no. It's, it's a lot of really brutal truth. And I think we can all use a little brutal truth in our lives. Um, I think it's time to, you want to get to these awards? Let's we get got, into we got, it. Got some awards. But first, right before we get to the awards, we got to pay the bills. Support for What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn comes from Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Listen, folks, when it comes to dating, it's a jungle out there. But when you do find someone who wants to take you home, you better make sure it's not a jungle down there. That's why I use Manscaped, a revolutionary electric trimmer that makes accidents a thing of the past. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Take my word on this. No, seriously, you don't want to Google snag your nuts. It's going to take you down a dark road. Another reason to get Manscaped is that you don't want to use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Oh, and Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. 
You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not use it on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DRINKING at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code DRINKING. And always use the right tools for the job. Always use Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Hi, this is Will Forte, and you're, for some reason, listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. You made your choice. Gold. He's a real cut up, that Will Forte. That guy's got a career. Irrepressible. I think he's going places in comedy. All right, well, I think uh, it's, time to, it's time to get this party started right with the party uh, hard we're gonna party do it hard this is the best drinking songs of all time award show episode and we're gonna kick it off scott with this category uh the best song about a specific adult beverage would you like to read off the nominees and the nominees are the nominees are you and tequila by kenny chesney wait that's not the nominee best song about a specific adult beverage the bottom one? No, I think you got the wrong list. You, you, you right. do. You red, use... red wine by Neil. De... I'm going from the bottom to the top because the top is the winner. Uh, well, we don't. No, no, we're not going to name the winner. To the... you, just name the nominees and then we'll open the envelope. Scott, you've seen award oh, shows. All these, uh, that's what these we, envelopes. That's are what for. these envelopes are for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, we do that and then we open it. Uh, okay. Well, the nominees are drum roll, please. No. Do we need a drum roll? Hold well, on. I don't know. We do are. We not we're we're killing roll? this. And the nominees are. Gin and Juice by Snoop Doggy Dog. All right. Like it. I Like Beer by Tom T. Hall. Tequila by The Champs. Red Red Wine by Neil Diamond. You and Tequila by Kenny Chesney. Okay. Should I do this? Should you do what? Open the envelope? Open the envelope. Let me get... (laughs) Don't open the envelope. Now, this is... Hold on. The winner is... I mean, this was this was coming. You knew this was coming. I mean, these are strong songs. These are about specific drinks, and this song's only lyric is a specific drink. You're not gonna get to I'm hear it though. I'm glad you got the part that says tequila. <laughs> tequila. All right, we have our first winner. The I best mean, song about a specific adult beverage is tequila. I mean, this was tough. We have some all-time favorites in here. Gin and Juice is a strong contender. We're talking specifically about gin. We like that Snoop called that out by name yeah. and that he's drinking a classy adult beverage gin. I love it. I love um, it. You know, I Like Beer by Tom T. Hall. Again, all-time classic and in favor of a specific beverage. He likes beer. You know, vodka puts his mouth in gear. Doesn't like that. he doesn't like it. Whiskey's too strong. You know? Well, and red red wine by Neil Diamond. A lot of people think that's a UB40 song, including this person right here. I thought it until you pointed out. Neil this is Diamond, why you have a true drinking song expert on your show, Dan. Dunn. Neil Diamond originally wrote that song, Red Red Wine. That's right. It goes to his head. Yeah. What else we got on there? You and Tequila by Kenny Chesney. Oh, I'm. Ba- you know, Kenny has been on the show. Kenny's well, been on the show. So I'm is this is this favoritism here? here? Is this did, names. did he is this nepotism? Is he your uncle? <laughs> I like to take care of the people that take care of me. You know, so Kenny came on the show. Kenny gets a nomination. Uh, all right, Quid, Graft. Graft Scott. Works. Dare I say, 
quid pro quo. Oh, no. Uh, do I Dare I bring that word up again? Do we never need to hear that word again, do we? Should we do the rest of the show in Latin? <laughs> I don't know. Can you say any words in Latin besides quid pro pro? Pro, pro, blah, blah. How do you say it? Uh, I could say caveat emptor. What does that mean? Buyer beware. Ooh, like it. Mm. All right, let's get to the next category here. Yes. The next category is the happiest Aww, drinking songs. Nice category. And I'm going to do the nominees, and you're going to call the winner on this. So okay. the and I think the drum roll should be saved for the winner. Okay, agreed. So the nominees are for happiest drinking songs: "Drunk Girls" by song. LCD Sound System. A brilliant song. "I Drink Alone" by George. Thorogood. There was some discussion of the, whether that should be in the happiest songs or the saddest songs. Yes. Well, we'll get to that okay. after we reveal the winner. Red Red Wine, not the same Red Red Wine, this version by The Replacements. It's an, a totally different song by The Replacements. In the Club by 50 Cent and Cheers, Drink to That by Rihanna. And right. the winner is. Hold on. The envelope, please. Cheers! Drink to that by Rihanna. Yeah, ho, you can't, hey, you can't ooh, not be happy uh, listening to I'm this song. I'm so happy. It's impossible not to be happy when <laughs> you just, hear that. That song just reeks of happiness. It yeah. really does. Um, so let's go. To, let's go. Some of these other nominees that were in there, Scott. You were mentioning. Uh, well, the most drink controversial alone. one was "I Drink Alone," but we finally decided that is a happy song because it makes him happy to drink alone. Well, he says, "You know, when I drink alone, I prefer to be by myself." He prefers it that way. Had he said, "I, you know, when I drink alone, it's because no one will drink with me," right? Then it would have been in. It would have been in the saddest songs. But man knows what he wants. He drinks alone with nobody else. <laughs> Well, no, that's not true, though, because he does point out later in the song, he drinks with his buddy Jim Beam and Johnny Walker. That's true. And he, so, so is he, he really it. alone? He's not really no, alone. He's, he's with, his, with his friends. He's with his liquid that's friends. That's a happy song. He's with his brown-spirited friends. That's it. Now, um, what, what you were pushing hard for drunk girls on this list. What made you put that on? Well, I, uh, I, I, it's just a, it's just kind of a fun little bouncy thing. And LCD sounds says, you know what? I, was? I, I wanted people to think I was cool because I listened to LCD oh, sounds. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, same you thing. You're looking for hipster cred. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they already know I listen to Rihanna all the time, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, LCD sounds says, might just think, yeah, the the kids in Brooklyn, you want them to know. There was no way Into Club was not going to be on this list. No, and that is a happy song. You know, he sipped in Bacardi like it's his birthday, but. Yeah. but no one cares if it's actually his birthday. <laughs> that's right. That's that's. That. <laughs> All right. And, and there's hugs happening. Hugs and come bubs. He's got bubbly He's got and everything bub going on in the club. All right. So next up, we did happiest, and of course that leads us to saddest. Ooh, uh, this is this is the veil of tears. We will get through this together, Dan Dunn. Okay. Uh, do you, do you want to read out the nominees here? The nominees are: I hope that I don't fall in love with you by Tom Waits. I think I'll just stay here and drink. By Merle Haggard. Here comes a regular by The Replacements. Rehab by Amy Winehouse. Another controversial which category is yes. song. And Too Drunk to Fuck by The Dead Kennedys. I got the envelope here. Hold on, let me get... Open it up. And the winner is... Too Drunk to Fuck by The Dead Kennedys. Oh, we're going to mosh out here. 
This could also be happiest. <laughs> Team Bears and I started up a fight. You're out of luck. Too drunk to fuck. All right. So a lot of these songs are genuinely sad. Uh, I hope that I don't fall in love with you is a sweet song about not talking to a girl in a bar. You know, I think I'll just stay here and drink is a real old fashioned uh, bottoming out song from Merle Haggard. Um, I think, uh, you know, here comes a regular. Oh, boy. That's replacements. A, that's a wrist litter right there. Yeah. But the uh, and then rehab, you know, is sort of sad in retrospect when, when she's like, no way. That's it why sounds we put, like a happy song. That's why we put it in there, because when you when you when you put it in historical context of what happened, she probably sort of said yes, yes, yes to rehab. Amy right. Winehouse. And I'm not being flippant about that. I mean, we all wish that Amy Winehouse was still alive. Yes. Uh, but she's not, and that's probably because she said no to rehab. But and the saddest thing of all when drinking is, when is, you, is being too drunk to you fight. You can't get chub. Yeah, so <laughs> again, this was a, a lot of the panel, a lot of the judges on this were, were men, and I think when presented with the prospect of a limp dick, whiskey dick they call it I sometimes. I don't think women are big fans of whiskey dick either. No, nobody, nobody, nobody likes that. It's very sad. It's bad for the human race. It's bad for your happiness. If a penis, listen, you stop and think about it, Scott. If you really, if you, if you, if you extrapolate out, if the penises didn't work, civilization fails. Yeah, exactly. No more people. There is no, there, there cannot be people without the penis. The people maker. A working penis. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And on that note, we're going to move on to, what what category is this? This is number, what is this? Number one, two, three, four. Cheesiest. Scott loves this, so I'm gonna let you read the. You're gonna read the nominees, and I'll read the winner. Okay, good. Okay, we're, I'm go. glad we're gonna we're gonna establish a format by yes. the time we get All to right, the end. Here of we this. go. Cheesy. These are the cheesiest. The cheesiest songs, songs are Escape, also known as the Pina Colada song by oh. the inimitable Rupert Holmes. Yes, love them. We are young by Fun, Margaritaville, another controversial ad by Jimmy Buffett. I love this bar by Toby Keith, and the Cheers theme. By Gary Portnoy, where everybody knows your name. That's that song. All right. And that's a cheesy song. And right, I'm going to read the winner out here. I'm opening. And the winner is. The winner is. The cheesiest drinking song ever is Escape, the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes. Let's go. Oh, yeah. If you like Pina Colada. Feel it. It's like it's like melted cheddar all over me. Oh yeah! It might not just be the cheesiest drinking song in the world. It might just be the cheesiest song. song it's ever. a purity to its cheese. Think about the this song. So it it this is before the internet. So they had the classified ads. The song is about a guy, a couple. They're, they're they're not happy together. So they the guy takes out an ad in the classifieds. He's trying to get laid. And you know why? Who? How else can you get? What's the best way to get? Well, laid? doesn't he read? I think he reads the classifieds. He oh. he reads the classifieds and he sees an ad for someone, and they, she sounds perfect because she likes making she love says, in the dunes. Do you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain and making love in the dunes? And he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna fuck this chick. I like right? making yeah. love in the dunes. And then when he shows up, making love in the dunes, by the way, super overrated. He finds out that the woman to put the classified in is his girlfriend. His existing, but girlfriend. does he get mad? No, because the 70s were so fucking crazy <laughs> and everybody was so high. He doesn't even get mad. They just, just grab a yeah, pina colada like, oh, and head to the dunes. You were going to cheat on me. All right, well, let's, let's, let's just do cheat it on together. each other with each other. And I mean, look, it 
We Are Young by Fun was a very that strong a contender song, because, uh, you know. Oh. Higher than the Empire Stone. Oh, no, no, no. Stop cow. it. Stop it. Now, Margaritaville, I know, is very controversial. A lot of people out there, the, the parrot heads that love Jimmy Buffett. And don't get me wrong. I like Jimmy Buffett, too. And I think this there's is a, a time and a place for Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. But uh, it's just there's what is it that makes it's, it cheesy? It's, it's to you? both cheesy and great. It's got that steel drum in it. It's got all that. You know, it's it, it's uh, it's a sing along song. You know, it's I I have a feeling it might show up in later lists. It also. could show up. Uh, I love this bar by Toby Keith. Just needs to go crawl in a hole and die. Uh, we we <laughs> we did have a category of worst drinking song. We thought that was too negative, but uh, this is sort of a holdover from the worst drinking songs but it's worse because it's cheesy but so you do love you do love uh some toby keith though i think you guys uh well politically i think you guys align there's other drinking songs by toby keith that are excellent including and, ones on this list but okay. that song no thank you sir no thank you um okay well i mean folks we're humming along here at the awards this is number whatever it is i'm not sure but i can tell you the category and i'm going to read the nominees and scott is going to tell you the winner this yeah, is right. the best lyric about drinking what this is maybe the most popular category among the judges everybody really loved getting into this a lot of time and effort went into to getting this whittling this down to five lyrics and here we go the first nominee is she's acting single I'm Drinking Doubles by Gary Stewart. Now that's a that's a class line. And that's also the name of the that's also the name of the song. It's, the name it's a of lyric. The song, okay. Lyric in the song. Next lyric is from Swimming Pools Drank by Kendrick Lamar, and the lyric goes First you get a swimming pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. I mean, if you have a swimming pool full of liquor, you probably should dive that's in it. What, what do you, you do? Don't, don't just let it sit there. Yeah. You know. Uh, the, the next nominee is uh, the great Willie Nelson. Another, uh, eponymous lyric. Yes. Whiskey River, take my mind from the song Whiskey River. Uh, number four, fourth nominee, the evening is Jamie Foxx with T-Pain. Gray Goose will get you loose. Patron will get you gone. That's from Blame It by Jamie Foxx and T-Pain. And finally... The final nominee, go, 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 shorty. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a cardi like it's your birthday. And you know, you don't give a fuck. It's not your birthday. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. It's in the club by 50 Cent, but only one can win. Scott, open the envelope, please. The winner of the best lyric about drinking is... Kendrick Lamar. First, you get a swimming pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. That's just straightforward. <laughs> that's just that's just a winning lyric to me. Now we had some other ones that were on. We unfortunately had, they dropped by. We had. Um, I thought the Doors had some good ones in there. Uh, Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Whiskey bar. Also, yeah. uh, I woke up this morning. I got myself a beer. Yep, these are all good. Was a good one. What? what are Jim some Morrison of, knew how to drink. Jim he, Morrison he was a fan. It, it's he was a pro. Yeah. What other lyrics did we have in there that, that didn't make the cut? Um, uh, something from Pina Colada song. No. The, I mean, there's the entire. The, every single one of these every, songs every has lyrics. Moment. And they were they were pretty much from all from that one. All in there. Um, there were some some lyrics from, let's say, Red Solo Cup that were in there. 
Red Solo Cup. I drink you up. Right. I love you, Red Solo. Cup. Are you happy with the winner? I feel like you might. Were you? You were on the fence about this one. I was on the fence because, um, you know, Whiskey River Take My Mind has a certain purity to it that is just. Why am I drinking? Because I would like the Whiskey River to take my mind away. I would like to float down it. It's and beautiful. By, it's evocative. It's poetic. I think it is. I think you're, you're right on this. And and by the way, in case anybody is uh, wondering out there, yes, it's a very it's very uh, guy heavy. This list, I think, because women, frankly, just don't write a lot of songs about drinking. Women are too smart. They're too smart for to it. That's that. right. They they realize that you know there's better things to write about. And they, um, yeah, we have it. There's a few women on the list, but uh, there's it's. It's, it's a mo- it's a male dominated. But it is. It's, but it's not uh, shy away from that fact. I think if we do that, if we were to revisit this award it's in say men are worse. twenty years, maybe that would be because women. Let's are, hope. Let's hope. Let's, let's hope. hope. Well, no, but then we're hoping for women to get stupider. I which just we don't hope want they that do more either. drinking. That's all. Right. That's um, all they need to do. So next up, we have the uh, boozy the award for the booziest sounding singer. Now this is the singer who sounds like he's the drunkest while singing the song that you're listening to that is about drinking. And I, Scott, do you want to do the nominees? Go ahead. I'll do the Roll nominees. Okay, the nominees are. Uh, uh, the first, a classic, The Piano Has Been Drinking by Tom Waits. Oh, man. Uh, Red Solo Cup by Toby Keith. He sounds pretty lubricated in that one. Uh, Streams of Whiskey by Shane McGowan uh, of the Pogues. I mean, Shane McGowan could be the all-time champ of sounding drunk during songs. Uh, Let's All Go to the Bar uh, by Deer Tick uh, was in there. John McCauley sings that, and he sounds pretty bent. Um, And then Drunk on a Plane by Dirks Bentley, uh, which is, if you don't listen to a lot of country music, you might not know that one, but look it up. He is drunk on a plane. He is drunk on a plane. And by the way, a little known fact about Dirks Bentley, his mother was expecting twins that's why she pluralized his name. She's going to have two Dirks. <laughs> why did they pluralize his first name? Are you like, you're not Scots? Scots Alexander? Scots Alexander. <laughs> Me and my twin. We're, we're the two. Actually, we're it's, both named actually Scott. this is an inside joke for me and Scott, but I am plural. But uh, that's a whole other thing. Pick up uh, American Wino. Yeah, and uh, read about my mother. Right. Uh, yes, there are lots of me. Yeah, but that's a. Let's, let's, uh, so now, Scott, you do the winner. The winner is. The Piano Has Been Drinking by Tom Waits. The Piano Has Been Drinking. Now that, if if that's not a drunk-sounding singer. I'm getting a contact high just from listening to this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was, I think that was a no-brainer. I think that one was probably the easiest one. I mean, about the first six records uh, of his all sound like you like they make you feel yeah. drunk. You do get a contact high from listening to uh, Tom Waits, and also listening to the Pogues makes me feel drunk, no matter what time of day or how much I've had to drink. Well, you know, I I've heard this that uh, Shane McGowan is uh, laying off the sauce. Apparently, well, so is Tom Waits. Tom Waits has been off the sauce for decades. How long, really? Yeah, since that's the eighties. So that's so sad. Um, well. He's still here. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. We, we, don't have the, the <laughs> we haven't not lost situation some. happening. Uh, and now you, I'm, you live in Brooklyn, so hence you, you're a big fan of Deer Tick. That's right. If you, by the way, if you get off the plane in New York, I don't know if people are aware of this. It's like customs. 
Uh, if you're yeah. going to Brooklyn, they, they, they ask you certain questions. Yeah. They're like, like here in LA, if you get off the plane, they weigh you if you come back from vacation. <laughs> yeah, and right. if you've put on too much weight, you're not, you're not welcome. Well, they weigh you and they make you do a shot of wheatgrass. That's right. And in if Brooklyn, uh, they ask you certain things. Like, do you know who the lead singer of Deer Tick is? And if you don't, Get right the fuck. You're not going yeah. to Red. You're not going to fucking Red Hook. And everyone you're, who yeah. wants to sneak in, it's John McCauley. John McCauley. And if you go to Alabama and you don't know that Dirks Bentley has a plural first name, <laughs> you're out too. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, Scott, we all like to go to bars. We all like to go out and have a few drinks we in the do. bars. I do. I mean, that's why the show's called What We're Drinking. And you know what happens sometimes when you're in a bar? You get in there and people start singing. And there are certain songs... Well, or someone will put something on the jukebox. Yep, yeah, and it always gets the people to sing it. When that That's song right. comes on, and that brings us to our next category in the awards, which is, I think this is our seventh award. Seventh wow. award of the show. We're, we're, we're just blowing through this. You know what? I watch the Academy Awards, and I'm like, it's so long. It's so goddamn right. long. If this, I had my own award this show... This is how to do an award this show. This is how you do it. This is... You, you, you get right through it. You get to the meat. You get to the content. This show will be over in 40 minutes or less. I promise you that, folks. I promise you. And so now let's get to the next award. I'll read the nominees. Scott will read the winner. This is the best bar room sing-along. And the nominees are Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Classic. Everybody's singing that one. Piano Man oh, sing us a song. by Billy Joel. Billy. You know what they do? When that's what they sit at his bar and put bread in his jar and say, "Man, what are you doing here? What are you doing here?" Tub thumping by Chumbawamba. Do you know what a Chumbawamba is, by the way? Uh, I'm not sure that I do. Feral uh, child. Oh, really? In Australia, the Chumbawamba. (laughs) The packs of Chumbawambas (laughs) roaming the streets. (laughs) Somehow, Um, I believe that about Australia. Shots by L M F A O. Shots, shot, 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 shots. That's one. And then a little surprise nominee here, Chandelier by Sia. You put that on and people are going to sing it. They will sing it. Yeah. I I think all of these were in the uh, best lyric category originally. Originally. And then we realized we had to to do something uh, because we had too many nominees in that category. So, Scott, you're opening the envelope and. I mean, come on. You knew it was going to be tub thumping. Yeah. Oh, dance party. No one doesn't sing this. No one knows another Chumbawamba song. No. But no one doesn't know this song. Everybody knows that song, and we are we're dancing the night away. Uh, but friends in low you know places, what? people love to feel that You know that why way. people dance to that song, though, Tub Thumbing? Because they've had a whiskey drink. <laughs> and a vodka, a vodka drink. A vodka drink. And a, a lager, lager drink, drink. And a cider and drink. And a cider drink. Of course you're going to sing. And that song... It sort of folds in on itself because he sings the songs that remind him of the good times. And Tump Thumping is the song that reminds you of the good time. It's like a snake eating its tail. It's, my God. That's how that, mind blown. Right there, mind blown. <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, Friends in Low Places, Garth Brooks. I mean, I got friends he nailed it with that one. Piano Man places. is probably, obviously, Piano Man's the classic on here. It's a classic. Uh, Everyone's going to sing that. Yeah, the <laughs> chorus. You know, a lot and of people know shots, all the words too like, to the whole thing. Like spring break shots. The first time you hear the song, you can sing along to the song. That's that's the strength of shots. I think the simplicity of the lyrics. I think yes. is what gets it. You know what it is? Shots. Oh right, that song shots. that goes shots, 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 shots. shots, shots, shots. shots, shots. 
now, shots. And I think there's one more shot. Chandelier, you added this one. Now, tell us a little bit about Chandelier. Well, Chandelier is a song about uh, quitting drinking uh, or about the kind of perils of drinking, but it's got this chorus that goes one, two, three, one, two, three, drink that seems to be encouraging you to drink, which I think a lot of people take that as an encouragement when that song plays, but then that chorus, I'm not going to attempt it because Sia's voice is so uh, incredible, but people know that can and you they please, want to spell it out. Can you please attempt it? What a swing! All right, enough, enough, enough. <laughs> I told you. Let's see. Let's compare you to her. Let's see who sounds better. You got to get to the chorus. She's not even singing yet, and she sounds better than you. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So now we're 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 down to our final two categories, and now I, a little surprise here. We didn't choose the winner. There is no winner has been chosen Curveball. in these final two. Curveball. Scott and I are going to work it out right here on the show. Oh, this could get ugly. And again, if you want to chime in, uh, you know, go to at the imbiber on Instagram or Twitter and send me your thoughts on this. But this, I'm sure no one has strong opinions on this topic. No, no. So this is the Hall of Fame category. And the Hall of Fame is, are, is simply a, a list of artists. The nominees are all artists who are just the greatest drinking song singers of all time. Yep. And I think as we go through, maybe we should just name each one and we'll talk a little about why they're on the list. At the end, we'll try okay. and figure out. So you go, who's, who's first on so that Tom list? Waits is first on the list. And, you know, I think he's he's certainly Hall of Fame. He's put out like six, eight records, you know, then stopped drinking and had an incredible career after that. But even his output before he stopped, before he stopped drinking is prodigious. It is just a huge amount. And that album, Small Change, which has the drunkest sounding song that we named earlier, um, that whole album is drunk. Yeah. So Tom, we, we all agree, Tom Waits. Now, what do you got next on that list? Well, M- LMFAO. Okay. Now, le- much shorter output span, but the percentage of LMFAO songs that are about getting drunk is so high that we felt like they belonged here. They really they really went for it. They Do you think it, it, that's a conscious thing when they form the band? They say, you know what? We're going to just write a lot of songs about drinking. Yes. I think that was a, exactly planned. Because they basically were like, we're going to make songs that people want to play in. This is how we will get popular, by being played in bars. And they did it. Yeah, they were. They did it. They made it. You know what? And guess what? It landed them on our list. And the next guy on the list, similar thing. It's it's really it's not about his the 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 numbers he put on the board. It's about the percentage, his score percentage rate, and it's the Andrew WK. Andrew WK. He likes to party hard, and not, most of his songs are about partying really hard. Not to be confused with. Louis W.K., who is a uh, disgraced... Uh, that's that's not his name. What is it? Louis C.K. Oh, C.K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Got it. That's a completely different person. Yeah. You know what C.K. But, but good thing you brought him Do up. Do you know what C.K. is short for, by the way, with Louis? It's Cock. Because like sh- <laughs> he liked to pull it out. All right. Uh, <laughs> next on the it list a, of the Hall of Fame thing he nominees yeah. is the aforementioned Pogues. Yeah. The Pogues, Ireland's finest... The Pogue, Shane McGowan. Again, I, I think Shane's cut back on the drinking. He's also got some new teeth, apparently. What? I think he's He can some... stop drinking, but he cannot change the teeth. That is not okay. He just... Shane McGowan has the most <laughs> memorably uh, <laughs> bad, up messed up mouth in the history of He's got a bad case of Irish mouth. <laughs> he's got... Like, British people are like, dude, your teeth <laughs> right. are fucked up. Yeah. Um, the English are horrible. Who we got next on the list for nominees? George Jones. Oh, a little country. The George, master. George Jones. You know, again, just put so many points on the board. Yeah. And then the next one is Dropkick Murphys. 
the Irish, they just know something about drinking, don't they? The Irish. Uh, you're a big Dropkicks Murphys, Dropkick Murphys fan, aren't you? Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're the band that you're in the bar and it's an Irish bar and they just play the Dropkick Murphys all night long. And it's all just kind of going in in one long blur of uh, Irishness and violence. Yes. Uh, also on the list, it, this is a, a bit of a, a bit of a curveball here because she doesn't actually sing a lot of songs about drinking, but she is just a boozy singer. And that uh, was that is Janis Joplin. But her first song ever, though is um whiskey drink oh drinking drinking don't change oh god <laughs> that one google it if you're uh, at home if you're driving um. don't google it um <laughs> but uh janice made the list she's on there and then finally what good can drinking do oh. how can i forget what good can drinking do by the way that was the original title of this show <laughs> and then they thought well we're not going to get a lot of sponsors and yeah. she even says at the beginning of the recording if you listen to it like I wrote this song when I was really drunk. Yeah, she says um, that. So that Janice makes a list on that. And then this one, almost a hometown boy because I'm from Philadelphia and we consider Delaware to be like our little kid brother, you know, of, of Philadelphia. The entire state is a little, uh, like the kid brother of of, uh, of Philadelphia. And that is one Mr. George Thorogood, the Delaware destroyer himself. George Thorogood's, he's covered a lot of drinking songs. He's written a lot of drinking songs, but you know why he's else he's on this list? Because the motherfucker is bad to the he's bone. He's bad to the bone. He's a boss. He's a boss uh, uh, of drinking songs. Um, I do feel like we might may have passed by George Jones without giving him his full propers. Uh, just, you know, if drinking don't kill me, uh, I got to get drunk. Uh, I think I'll just stay here and drink. He recorded it. I'm not sure if he wrote it or if um, Merle wrote it. A drunk can't be a man. Now, hold on there, George. Just just hold on a second. Drive me to drink. Brothers of a Bottle, a song that's just called Wine, you know, uh, Beer Run, This Bottle, paren, in my hand. Oh, this might be a good time to remind everybody that here at, w- at WWD Podcast, we encourage you to drink responsibly, that's which right. means... Don't, not like George don't Jones. Drink like don't George drink Jones. like George Jones. Uh, and uh, yeah, I queued it up, so I gotta just. Say it. Come on, oh, that's, that's a lick. That's a lick. That's ba 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 bad. Not necessarily a drinking song, but a song that is good to drink to. So but Scott, we gotta the list. We gotta pick of... one. We gotta pick one of these guys right here, right now. Who is? The Hall of Fame. Well, there's too much strength on the list, I think, to keep LMFAO and Andrew WK. So are you okay with us cutting those off? The Dropping back? those out. Okay, yeah. they're gone. Okay. They're gone. I'm taking them off the list. All right. The Pogues have to stay. Tom Waits has to stay. George Jones, I think, has to stay. Dropkick Murphys are amazing, but with the Pogues on the list, yeah, do we keep the do Dropkick it. Murphys also? And I think Janice, while brilliant, simply doesn't have an, enough she doesn't actual have drinking songs in her doesn't have the numbers in her catalog, so she's and not going to do. I would make the it. same argument. I'm sorry to say about George Thurgood. No, I would too. No shade on his uh, on his music, no. but that that leaves us with these this top three in the Hall of Fame: Tom Waits, The Pogues, or George Jones. And how do we pick? Ooh, how do we pick, Dan? How do we make man. that fair and appropriate? Like, did you ever hear a Pogue song that didn't make you want to pick up a drink? Right? Did you ever hear an early Tom Waits song that didn't make you think? That he had been through some of the hardest living 
of any man. No. You know, Tom Traubert's Blues. My goodness. Oh, Walt, that Waltz and Matilda song. Waltz and yeah. Matilda. Three oh, Bushmills, he staggered. You bury the dagger. Bury the dagger. Um, all right. I'm going to say this. Window light. I'm just, George has written so many great, but I'm going to be honest. I'm not as familiar with George Jones's Irv. How do you say that word? I mean, he wrote <laughs> White Lightning. He did. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my choice, and we'll see if my choice for the Hall of Fame drinking song singer is Tom Waits. I, I can live with that. I can, can live, live with, with that? that. I mean, there's always upsets, you know. At the uh, they're like Parasite won it all this year, won it all, you know, and that's what's happening with Tom Waits. Tom Waits is taking home the uh, best drunkest sounding singer and. Hall of Fame. And accepting on Tom Waits' behalf is Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Very happy. Wow, He's that's amazing. Happy. That's yeah. so cool he stopped by. He's very happy about Why, that. Where is he going? But and we, Matthew can... Oh, oh we, we have whiskey. Oh, he just, yeah, it. he's out already. All right. So now that brings us to, folks, the exciting conclusion. This is the big boy. The exciting conclusion of the Best Drinking Songs of All Time award show episode. We, of course, finish it up with... The best drinking song of all time. Of all time. We have 10 nominees in this category. 10 nominees. Maybe we should awkwardly uh, alternate like they do on the Oscars. You want to do that? Reading them out. Uh, we could do that, yeah. So I'll, I'll go. Uh, the first nominee is... Oh, yeah. Show me the way, baby. You know where this is going. But, but Jim doesn't. He needs to be shown the way. Oh, don't ask why. No one can guess why, Jim. No one knows why. That's the Alabama <laughs> song by The Doors. Uh, the next nominee... This was this was I, this has got to be a no. This is a gimme. Brainer. Yeah, this is uh, on the on list here. for sure. And the next nominee for the best drinking song of all times is this one. Give it to me. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 Well, different version of this. A little different. Going down memory lane. Right. And we all know that beat. So that version is by Snoop. Just Snoop, or maybe it's Snoop Lion. I don't yes. know if it's is it that late. It could be. Um, but uh, the original uh, is by Snoop Doggy Dog, and it is called Gin and Juice. That is that is correct. He is laid back. His mind is on his money, and also <laughs> his money's on his mind, but he is drinking gin and juice, and we all are better for it. Yeah, so that is the number two song on our list. Uh, the number third. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Making a return. And of course, and again, we've already established that is Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Do you know what a Chumbawamba is, Scott, by the way? I, I don't. Tell me. What is a Chumbawamba, Dan Dunn? It's, a, it's a, uh, a, a bird from South America. Vicious. Vicious birds. Are, they're uh, descended from dragons. Oh, Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. If you see, a flock of Chumbawambas. If you see Chumbawamba, <laughs> if you happen to be down in South run, America and you see Chumbawamba, run for your fucking lives. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. And again, saying. no one knows another Chumbawamba song, but... <laughs> that one song that everyone knows is one of the greatest drinking songs let's, of all time. Yeah, by the way, let's, and these are all winners. By the way, we are going to choose a winner, but these are all winners. According to Spotify, just so you know, uh, 
the most popular song they have is Tub Thumping, which is 80 million downloads. Okay. The next song, the most popular song is El Fusilado okay. with about 1 million Okay. Uh, well, one there. million's not nothing. It's not nothing, but uh, they I put think, out a bunch of records. I, that's, I, I don't I mean think to be they, unfair uh, to Chumbawamba. I'm saying the general knowledge of Chumbawamba might be on the low might side. Might be. So uh, now, where does I bring this? What's uh, the next? The next song on our list. Here we go. This is the next and uh, the best drinking songs of all time. Oh yeah! One of each, please. Oh, listen to that groove, man. I'm grooving. And of course, I'm glad you queued that one up to the right part, too. That was perfect. uh, That is, of course, one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer by John Lee Hooker. You might be familiar with another version. Yeah. But uh, John Lee Hooker wrote that mother. Well, George Thurgood had a. uh, Yes, he did. George Thurgood had a. He probably made a more popular version, but did he make a better version? No. Hard to say. Next entry on the list. It's exciting, Scott, by the way. I, I, the excitement is just building here. And the next entry on the list. This is a great song. It's an old one. An oldie, but a, oldie, but a gradie. Stay away from me. Cause I'm in my sin. Oh, Nina Simone. Oh, Gin man. House Blues. Gin House Blues by Nina Simone. If I this mean, joint is rated somebody, give me my gin. Like, on her way out the door, the cops are coming in, and she's like, uh-uh. Gin. Give me the gin. Give me the gin. I'm not leaving. And Don't you know try me, nobody, because you will never win. I'll fight the Army and Navy unless somebody gives me some gin. Do you know how Nina Simone died? I don't. She was shot by a cop while reaching for a glass of gin. That's Just give me my gin. <laughs> just give me the gin. Right. They killed her for it. Ah, so sad. The uh, where are we at now? What what number are we at here? On this is the this would be the sixth nominee on our list of the greatest drinking songs of all time. This one almost made it onto happiest songs. It did, and I it's going to make you happy right now when you hear it. Unmistakable. So dirty. So dirty. Oh, yeah. And we all know that. That's Brass Monkey by the Beastie Boys. Brass Monkey, that funky monkey. Now, Dan, how do you make a Brass Monkey? I don't know. Do you know I, how to make it? Isn't it orange juice and... Uh, if only there was something, something that could tell cognac us. Cognac or... What do you put in a Brass Monkey, Dan? Dunn, have you looked it up yet? I haven't even looked it up. Have you used the internet? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's in it. I, I, I don't, you know, I'm a classy drinker. But the, the Brass Monkey cocktail is a cocktail... That's made with vodka, orange juice, and dark rum. That's it. Vodka, orange juice, dark rum on the rocks over ice and a highball glass. I thought it had something to do with Old English. You would. Oh, there is some Old English here. This is. Okay. I don't know. It's only a drinking show. It's a name given to a number of different cocktails. This is why I don't have Scott on the show very often. He makes me look dumb. Uh, The murky history of. The brass monkey, um, but uh, you yeah. talking to that microphone, by the way. The, <laughs> um, he, the Beastie Boys, Mike D, said that brass monkey was not about a forty-ounce bottle of malt liquor mixed with orange juice. He says it was a cocktail of orange juice, vodka, and dark rum. Which Boom! Pre-mixed in the can. Dan Dunn called wins it again. Next nominee on our list of the best ringing songs of all time. This one right here. Whiskey River, take my mind. Oh, man. 
that just hard to, hard to improve upon. Whiskey River by, Whiskey uh, River. by Willie Nelson. Now, this next nominee, I think people, this is going to talk about blowing your mind. Uh, because this, this song, like some of the other ones, made a, a, an appearance on this list previously, but not, it wasn't necessarily uh, not in a category that you'd want to be in, yeah. but yet we're going to, somehow it made it onto this one Well, too. now we're going to hear why it was in the other category, so just go ahead and play it. All right, here we go. Now that is, that is cheesy as hell. Living on sponge cake. Watching the sun bake. <laughs> Come on, get it, get it, turn it off. <laughs> but I, it's, but it is certainly one of the most popular drinking songs of all time. But it's also one of the cheesiest drinking songs of all time. So this was our dilemma. <laughs> but we had to do it. We had to put it on we there, pick, uh, and the it list. made it. It made it. I don't know if it's going to win. I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil the drama. But I, I don't think that one wins. Um, here undoubtedly one of the greatest drinking songs ever without question also has been covered in this list before and here it is go 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 it's your birthday. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. Like it's your birthday. Like. They don't even give a fuck. They it's not a birthday. You know, all they want to do is be in the club. Right. Come give me a hug. <laughs> give me a hug if you want to get rubbed. You, By the way, only this, if you want to get rubbed. Only if you want to get rubbed. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. He's up front. He's, He's like, I might rub if you want me to. It's your choice. Always your choice if you want to get rubbed. That's right. Uh, and what is what is Fifty Cent's real name? He's now Curtis Jackson. That's right. I don't think he goes by Fifty Cents anymore, does he? Uh, he never went 50 by Fifty Cent. Cents. Cent. <laughs> that, was ne- <laughs> that was never part of it. He's not a Dirks uh, Bentley. <laughs> no pluralizing his name. Fifty <laughs> Cent. Cents. Ah, oh, that's funny. Oh, I love that Fifty Cents. We got to get our research team to. on this and find out why why Dirk Bentley's mom insisted on making him have a plural first name. Yeah. Um well there's there's a bunch of names like that in Scandinavia. So yeah. I'm guessing that it comes from somewhere over there. Reminds me of my old friend Bob's Pons. Bob's Bob's <laughs> Johnson. Bob's, <laughs> Bob's Johnson and uh uh Karen's Karen's Smith was my neighbor. Uh and the final nominee the final nominee Ooh. for the best drinking song of all time is this one right here. Oh, yeah. Trucking along. Well, in North Carolina, way back in the hill, me and my old pappy, and he had him a steal. He brewed white lightning until the sun went down, and then you'd fill him a jug, and he'd pass it around. Mighty, mighty. And that, of course, is also Fifty Cent. That is uh, 50 this is earlier. This that is was earlier his phase first hit <laughs> in his career. No, that's that. That's the great George Jones, who also came on this list previously. Boy, Ooh, Scott, I, I don't even know where to begin here. I mean, we got to pick one. We got to pick one winner. We got to pick one. Be- well, they're all winners. You stipulate that in the front. All of them are winners for appearing on this list. We're all winners here, uh, but there can be only one, as they said in the Highlander. I think our way to do this is we need to find out which ones are not on the list. You already mentioned one. Okay. That uh, that should probably come off, you think. Uh, 
Well, I think Margaritaville, Margaritaville? Margaritaville's out. Uh, much as I love the Beastie Boys, I don't think Brass Monkey. It's not the best drinking song of all time. It's no White Lightning. It's no White Lightning. Um, geez. Mighty Mighty Pleasing Pappy's Corn Squeezing. Yeah, man. I mean, come on. That's strong. That's, that's staying on for now. That's for sure. The Alabama song, I think, stays on. Yeah, it's, it's central to the song. Gin know, and juice that has to stay on is on there. Tub thumping has to stay on. <laughs> Everything's on, so we're we're having a hard time here. Well, right. look, Jean, I, 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 for all of her amazing music, Nina Simone is is incredible. I don't think the song "Gin House Blues" is well known enough. To we qualify. didn't know it before we started doing this. As we have the, to take it off. All right, this, this will be my reason here. I'm going to throw out this. I think one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer could be the winner because so many. It inspired so many drinking songs that came after it. That's Try to name fair. a drinking song that happened before one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. Well, Gin House Blues. All right. Besides that one. How about yeah. Whiskey River? Oh, okay. I... About, actually, the John Lee Hooker version um, is, if you're talking about the Thurgood version, that's been, that was a very popular song that inspired a lot of, a lot of drinking. All right, Scott, I want you to clear your mind right now. Okay. Ready? Mind, you, clear. clear your mind. I'm just going to say, I'm going to say to you right now, Okay. and I want you to, the first thing that pops in your mind, I want you to answer. I'm here. Scott, what's the best drinking song of all time? White Lightning. Ooh, man. All right. Now, I'll do the same. All right. Clear your mind. Clear your mind. Dan. Hold on. Hold on. Get clear. One second. Let me- Get your mind um, to a single point. Hold on. Let your eyes relax. Let me get everything We're going to turn this into a meditation podcast. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. I do like a little ASMR. I'm I'm done. I'm I'm ready on the weekends. Just right. a little bit. Now pop pop the question. Go ahead. Dan Dunn. What's the greatest drinking song of all time? Alabama song by the Doors. Ooh, coming strong with it. Now uh, you took Margaritaville mm. off the list. I I kind of feel mm, oh wait, okay. I think tub thumping is a comer on this one. But in the club too. And the club is is too specific. It's too uh, tub thumping is just straight ahead at ninety miles an hour. Let's drink right now. And he gets knocked down. And he gets up again. Mm. It's one of the happiest songs. It's in the happy song category. So is in the club. I think gin and juice, great as it is, is not the greatest drinking no. song. Like Alabama song is also not a drinking song. It is a song about uh, being a low life. Okay, and like going around to bars. So I'm gonna say I would say take that off, take gin and juice off, leave tub thumping, leave Maybe, one bourbon, one is scotch, Margaritaville back into running suddenly. Mm. Sponge cake, leave no. whiskey river, no. I'd say it's between white lightning, tub thumping, one and bourbon, one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. Well, John Lee Hooker's dead, so he's not gonna care if he wins this. It's or true, not. we uh, don't. We George get... Jones is dead, also dead. Not gonna care. Chumbawamba's career is dead, but they're still alive. <laughs> Do you know what a Chumbawamba is, Dan? <laughs> Do you know what a Chumbawamba is? It's a... Um, it's a poisonous tree. It's a species of tree, yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to say that, I swear to God. Uh, it's it's actually... You know what? I hate to say this, and I, I, you know, I hate to bring up current events and when we're having so much fun at the award show. The Chumbawamba tree is believed to be where the coronavirus uh, That's right. originated. That's where it started, a, in, in uh, China. A monkey was playing in the Chumbawamba tree. Right. Came down. 
bit somebody in the Huan province. Is that where it was? Wuhan. Hu- Wuhan. Yeah. Wuhan. And uh, and then and got a little chumbawamba on them. <laughs> you get a little chumbawamba. And once you get the chumbawamba on you, you can't, you get, can't it get it off. You can't get chumbawamba. It's gonna off. spread all over the world. Like that song <laughs> is a virus. I think we can all agree, and I think that is why it is the most current and most relevant drinking song. <laughs> chumbawamba virus. What can we rename? It's the best drinking song of all time. You all right? We sang this. We going for it? Tub thumping. Yeah. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You need to, you know, I, I think it's a advice. Maybe try to stop getting knocked down so much. <laughs> like just, that would be one way to not have to get back up. But I, I am glad that every time he gets knocked down. He, he gets, gets up back again. up again. Well, there you have it, uh, folks. I, I, the excitement here is incredible. Just to run you through again, the best song about a specific adult beverage was Tequila by the Champs. Correct. The happiest drinking song of all time was Cheers, Drink to That by Rihanna. The saddest drinking song of all time, Too Drunk to Fuck by the Dead Kennedys. Folks, your penis doesn't work. That's sad. Uh, cheesiest drinking song of all time in a, in a landslide in a walk. victory, Walk. Escape the Pina Colada song by Rupert Holmes. The best drinking uh, Also lyric. has a double meaning. Escape the Pina Colada song. Escape. You must escape it. You must escape it. You can get away from it as fast <laughs> as you can. The best lyric about drinking, of course, first you get a swimming pool full of liquor, then you dive in then it. Then you dive in it. Duh. Simple. Yeah. It's a two-step process. <laughs> Fill the pool <laughs> with alcohol. Dive into it. Dive into the pool step full of one, alcohol. Step one, step two. Step two. Simple. Uh, very instructive. Uh, the booziest sounding singer of all time. This was a tight one, but we went with uh, Tom Waits. It's Tom. The piano has been you drinking. Heard him. Put him over the top. You yeah. heard him. And uh, the best barroom sing along. Wow. The cleaning up. This is like the this is like the parasite of our awards. Yes. Tub thumping by Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba also, is the Bong Joon Ho. Oh of this man, show. just killing it. The Hall of Fame uh, drinker was Tom Waits. Right. See, it's it's Tom Waits and Chumbawamba. Yeah, Tom Waits. He's having running away with it. Big night, big night for them. Uh, The best drinking song of all time. We just named it, of course, was "Tub Thumping" by Chumbawamba. Scott, anything you want to add? I mean, this has been you know. By the way, you look good in that tux. I'm glad you got. I like to dress up once a year uh, for the booze songs award show. They were eating it up the one night, and it's the nice thing about this show. It's like the Golden Globes. It's the one where you can drink. They were eating it up on the red carpet. You should have seen Scott out there on the red carpet. Oh, man. He was just impressive. Um, on, the, on the brown carpet. I'm wearing my, my usual sleeveless t-shirt and sweatpants ensemble. On, is it ensemble? Who are you wearing, Dan? <laughs> I'm <Am I> wearing Jim <laughs> <Gym> Stakes. <laughs> Got the Jim Stakes t-shirt on. Jim Stakes, Philadelphia, free plug. Uh, anything else you want to add, Scott? I want to add that it's always a pleasure to uh, do this every year that we have this award show Dan it just gets better and better oh that's so funky gonna get oh, there oh business um, I would like to again thank Scott Alexander for joining us on the show I want to congratulate all of our nominees yes. as Scott pointed all out winners. we are all winners here but some are bigger winners than others yes uh, I'm at the imbiber on the social media I've got a, I might have a little uh, special episode coming up a little later in the week a little mini episode from uh, the, my adventures over there in Ireland. What do they call that? The Emerald Isle? The Emerald Isle. The Emerald Isle. My adventures at the Emerald Isle. You know, I was in Dublin. I went up to Belfast. They call it Leprechaun Land. 
was great. And I, most of all, I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. And please, again, feel free to attack me online for these uh, choices because I, I, I relish your hate. I feed off. I'm like Darth right. Vader. Remember, these, these, there is no truth other than this truth. That's right. Given. And with that, bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.